passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Uh, first, uh, says, what is his opinion, uh, Ryan's, on Rashid Walker's future at left tackle? Uh, I need to see a little bit more, right? Like, I need to see a little bit more of Rashid Walker. He's been playing uh, a lot better lately. Yeah, let me pull up some of his numbers here really quick and just take a look at it really quick. Um, Because that's a really good question, just as far as, like, who I feel comfortable with on this offensive line. Um, You know what I mean? It's not John Runyon. I know that much. Who? Yeah, yeah. all right. So who's definitely not back on this offensive line? Like, if you're making the decision. Runyon's not back, for sure. And everybody else, Runyon, for sure. They have to replace him at right guard. Um, and then you have to figure out what you want to do with Zach Tom. I mean, Myers has played relatively well, too. So does Zach Tom move inside a guard and you draft the right tackle? Uh, do you leave Tom at right tackle where he's played well and draft a guard? Do you think Sean Ryan is good enough? They pretty much went 50-50 split uh, at right guard this week in this game against Tampa Bay. I mean, that's a that's another option that you have, and I think that's part of the reason why they're splitting time. They're trying to figure out what they have in Sean Ryan before they get to the draft next year. Because offensive line, and I know secondary is going to be something they're going to need to draft, but I think they're going to have to draft a couple offensive linemen uh, as well uh, once you get to that draft at the end of April. I mean, like, uh, you know, like Rashid, he's he's young, man, right? And also, it's tough. I think with him, like, obviously, like, he's shown some flashes. If you look at, like, the pro football focus grade, I don't really care, you know, but he is, whoo, he's down there. He's number 33 right now, right behind uh, Thayer Munford Jr., is this so, all left tackles or what is this? What what this position is just is all offensive tackles. line? Yeah, all tackles. Just, all, all, just yeah, tackles, offensive line. He's not really grading out all that well. I don't really care about that though because 
He's young. And also, like I said, I mean, there's been some flashes, and then there's been some like, oh, man, this is tough to watch. But how I feel about his future is, I mean, I definitely think he has a future, especially it depends what he, the work that he puts in. It's tough like when you're not the guy or like some weeks you're the guy or they're rotating offensive linemen. I, I just have never been a big, huge fan of that, right? Like rotating linemen. And I know that they've kind of like went away with that. I don't know, man. It's just, it's kind of tough when you're moving around all over the place. So I'll say that, but to be honest, I like them. But I mean, I wouldn't hate like Joel or, you know what I mean? Like, especially where they're going to be picking in the first round. I might want like the next stud. I mean, I just don't know that he could be that, but I hope that he can. Cause I would rather take honestly like Roma Dunze or like one of these stud wide receivers and get Jordan love, like some real help. But uh, yeah, yeah. That'd be my answer. You know, I I, think they comfortable with like one of these big time guys though. If they don't go tackle, there's probably going to be five, six, seven tackles in the first round of this draft. If they don't go tackle, they're going to go secondary. That's what I think. I don't think wide receivers can be even thought about till the third round would be my guess. But we'll see how this whole thing plays out. All right. Uh, that was uh, from first. Nick uh, tweeted two questions. Uh, and we'll go with the first one. What player slash coaching change are you realistically making in the offseason? I'm assuming you're going to say Joe Barry. Yes. Joe Barry, and I might reconsider the entire anybody that's doing anything with special teams once again this year. Versace. Yeah, yeah. Him and then like anybody, like anybody else though that that he uh that under him as well. Um, or maybe even that recommended him. It's been a nightmare once again. So again, it comes down to like can guys not play, but special teams is just not where I want it to be, but We'll see. I mean, I also, I, I don't I don't know about all that. I'm just pissed off from the last couple of weeks there. I think you do have to fire Joe Barry. I think you need a new scheme. And, okay. and then maybe some guys want to come back and play football again. Uh, so there I go. I don't think you fire LaFleur. Obviously, like Goot, Murphy, all those guys are back. So realistically, I would say the only guy gone is probably Joe Barry. And then all whoever right. else has to go on the defensive side of the ball. Tony from Texas, power rank the Packers wide receiver group moving forward. Power rank, so list them in order as far yeah. as how good you think their futures That's are going to be. You know, top four, let's say, top five, yeah. whatever. J- Jaden Reed, number one and two, just because he's the real deal. No, Jaden Reed for me is really number one, though. Um, I wondered what Jaden Reed was going to be because I loved him so much in college and I really wanted Jaden Reed and we actually ended up with Jaden Reed. I just wondered... You know, I kind of thought that this was going to be his role, that like Swiss Army knife kind of guy, the gadget type guy, slot wide receiver guy. But I think Jaden Reed is like wide receiver number one good. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Um, 
You know, and especially in like today's league, why couldn't he be? You know, people said C.D. Lamb was never going to be a number one wide receiver, and he's still lining up 75% of the time in the slot. He could play on the outside, though, and I think Jaden Reed is just an absolute baller. He's a stud, and he's my favorite Packer right now. So him, number one. I like Dobbs, still number two. I just think that he's got a different skill set, but he's been more consistent this season. He's got a good relationship with Jordan Love. He could be like the back shoulder Jordy Nelson type guy. He's not going to be explosive, but you really need that possession underneath type wide receiver. I feel like that's really what Kansas City is missing this season. You know, Juju hasn't been good this year, but last year him and Kelsey kind of being the underneath guys uh, really like open things up down the field for like the MVS, Kadarius, Tony type, Sky Moore kind of guy. So I'm going to go Dobbs number two, Watson number three. His ceiling obviously could make him number one. The problem is, man, he can't stay on the field. Um, and he struggles at times with drops. Then it's Wicks for me, you know, and then kind of like everybody else's. I'm not going to call it a project, but I see like some flashes. But uh, those are the guys I think that I like the most. I and Torrey, yeah, you can't forget about Torrey. I, I kind of like all these guys, man. That's a tough question. But definitely um, those would be my top guys. And Jaden Reed's my number one right now. What yeah, I think, I think I would still go Watson one. Um, I I really like Wicks a lot um, and I like Reed a lot. So that's a coin flip two, three, pick whichever one you want to put there. I think both of them are contributors on this team for years to come kind of going forward. And I think Dobbs is four, like you said, just because of the lack of explosive plays. And he's going to kind of be that, that safety net probably for Jordan Love. The problem is, is that you have two tight ends that can be his safety net. I mean, Tucker Craft is way better than anybody thought. So you have him, and then you have an explosive player in Luke Musgrave. When these guys are both healthy next year with the wide receivers that are healthy, if they can find a running back that's not going to be named Aaron Jones, because I'm guessing Aaron Jones probably isn't back, but we'll see. Um, And even if he is, they still need somebody to be explosive because you can't count on him to be healthy. Um, If they can find an explosive running back that's a young guy that can be a difference maker to go along with the wide receivers and tight end and quarterback, this offense is going to be stupid good for the next several years, if they can figure out a, a young running back to put with these wide receivers and tight end, because they, they look really, really good. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see here. Uh, here we go. Jason, what say does Murphy have in this GM coach, uh, GM coach and coaching staff? Well, uh, according to everybody involved, Murphy pulls all the strings. Good and pulls none. Good and draft players. And that's all good and does. And then after that hands off, he's got no say in coaching staff. He has no say in anything. It's all Murphy. That's what the media tells you. That's what these Packer fans uh, that think they know everything tell you. I tend to disagree uh, as far as what the the Goody role is. I think he has far more power than people realize, but either way, that's where we're at. Uh, Boog Scout, uh, last one here on Twitter. Is Joe Barry in the top three worst defensive coordinators in Packers history? Is he among the top three defensive coordinators? Yeah, I think he's the worst. (laughs) No, seriously, though. Dude, you gotta go. You gotta go, Spark. You gotta go based off resume. Like he's the guy that lied on his transcripts and somehow it's like a movie. Like he gets into college, it's like Legally Blonde, you know. But oh she was God. smart. But but the, the difference was Reese Witherspoon was smart. She just didn't want to be a lawyer. He ain't smart, and he don't know defense. I, I said he ain't, and he don't know. My mom would have been. My mom would be so mad as an English teacher. Yeah. But like, no, I mean, man, um, Capers won a Super Bowl. Yeah. So what are you going to say? Like, are you, are you going to put Mike Patton was, I don't think Patton was really the issue. He was just like, he wasn't going to change, you know, the way that he, he was really aggressive at least, but like, 
he got a job the next year and like you know he's he's a guy that like i, I don't know i yeah joe barry's the worst all you right how about this yeah here's some numbers i got some numbers i got some coordinator for an owen 16 football yeah. team and now we all hate him like what has he ever done that's good so yeah for sure zach cruz uh tweeted this out joe barry's packers defensive ranks in 2023 Play, pay close attention. 22nd in yards per play. 25th in expected points added. 22nd in takeaways. 26th in passer rating allowed. 29th in interceptions. 22nd in sacks. 28th in yards per rush. 21st in scoring percentage. 25th in adjusted net YPA. 25th in third down percentage. And 31st in plays per drive. Now tell me again. You're in the solution business, Matt LaFleur. You looked at those numbers and said, ah, I'll just help him. He'll be fine. That 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 was the determining factor, huh? You know, all those crap numbers, you've determined he's not the issue. It, it's Devondre Campbell, the, the caller. He's just not lining him up right. That, that's that's what the issue is. They, they don't know where they're supposed to be based on first installs back in the spring and in summer. Based on first installs, you still don't know where you're supposed to be. Again, I mean, you could say the same thing about LaFleur's offense, but LaFleur's offense at least has a bunch of rookies and so forth. Now, you do have Valentine. You've got some young guys on defense. But the guys we're talking about, Owens, he's a vet, man. He started all the games for the Texans last year. He ought to know where the hell he's supposed to be. Ford was on this team last year. He should know where the heck he's supposed to be at this point. I mean, there are some guys on this team. you got no damn excuses. Quay Walker, you're year two, man. you got to know where you're supposed to be. Devondre Campbell. Again, some of it is just complete nonsense, and it's a, it's an embarrassment uh, to this organization that Joe Barry still has a job, plain and simple.